Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of A Sound Heart Radio. I'm going to be reading this morning from Nehemiah chapter 4 beginning at verse 1. One of the one of the weapons that the enemy will use against us as believers as we endeavor to do the work of God is the weapon of fear. He will attempt to use fear so that in order to discourage us from doing what God has called us to do. So, Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 1. When Sanballat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, he became angry and was greatly incensed. He ridiculed the Jews, and in the presence of his associates and in the presence of and the army of Samaria, he said, what are those feeble Jews doing? Will they restore their wall? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they finish it in a day? Can they bring the stones back to life from those heaps of rubble, burned as they are? Tobiah, the Ammonite, who was at his side, said, What they are building, even if a fox climbed up on it, he would break down their wall of stone. And so in verse so verse four, hear us, O our God, for we are despised. Turn their insults back on their own heads. Give them over as plunder in a land of captivity. Do not cover up their guilt or blot out their sins for your from your sight, for they have thrown insults in the face of the builders. So we rebuilt the wall till all of it reached half its height, for the people worked with all their heart. But when Sanballat, Tobiah, and the Arabs, the Ammonites, and the men of Ashdod heard that the repairs of Jerusalem's wall had gone ahead and that the gaps were being closed, they were very angry. They all plotted together to come and fight against Jerusalem and stir up trouble against it. But we prayed to our God and posted a guard day and night to meet this threat. Meanwhile, the people in Judah said, the strength of the laborers is giving out, and there is so much rubble that we cannot rebuild the wall. Also, our enemy said, before they know it or see us, We will be right there among them and will kill them and put an end to the work. Then the Jews who who lived near, near them came and told us ten times over, wherever you turn, they will attack us. Therefore, I stationed, and this is Nehemiah speaking, therefore, I stationed some of the people behind the lowest points of the wall at the exposed places posting them by families with their swords, spears, and bows. After I looked 
things over, I stood up and said to the nobles, the officials and the rest of the people, don't be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, who is great and awesome, and fight for your brothers, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your homes. When our enemies heard that we were aware of their plot and that God had frustrated it, we all returned to the wall, each to his own work. These are, this is a very powerful chapter. And we would, as believing ones, do well to carefully read the truth that God has revealed to us in this chapter. There are different weapons that the enemy will use against us in order to stir up fear in our hearts. He wants us to be in fear so that we will be ineffective. He knows that fear paralyzes. And so it is a, a very powerful weapon that the enemy will use. Now, this chapter opens with the uh, verses 1 through 6. Of, uh, the enemy uses the, the weapon of mockery. He used the weapon of mockery. And mock, so through Sanballat uh, and his associates, the, the, the work of these believers uh, was attacked. Now, the enemy knows what we are doing, and he will be quick to fight us. Please read 1 Corinthians 15, 38. And so therefore, expect opposition and be ready for it. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, read the entire chapter. The enemy wants to keep you. He wants you frustrated. And so he knows that you are frustrated. You, are, you will be ineffective. Understand fear and what it means for those who endeavor to do the work of God. Also, the enemy wants you to believe that your work is not important. He wants you to believe that you are too weak. And if you finish it, it will not last. He wants you to quit. But then... We have the word that states in verse 14 of this chapter, remember the Lord. And so, beloved, keep the greatness of God before your eyes when you are stalked by fear. When fear has paralyzed your life, I want you to think about God. I want you to think about the greatness of our God. And I want you to give that fear in your mind and in your heart to the Lord. Take it before our great and merciful high priest. And do not take it back. Leave it there. Give it to God so that you can move out and be who God has called you to be and so that you can move out and do the great work that he has called you to do. And so, in verse 4, we have what is called an imprecatory prayer. And imprecation, or the goal of, of imprecation is to, or the function of imprecation is to put the matter in God's hands. Look, if you have 
fear. You need to give that over to God. Listen to the imprecatory prayer. Hear us, O our God, for we are despised. Turn their insults back on their own heads. Give them over as plunder in a land of captivity. Do not cover up their guilt or blot out their sins from your sight, for they have thrown insults in the face of the builders. And so uh, these people had a heart to work. They wanted to do God's will, but fear uh, of what the enemy was doing uh, was after them. And so it made it difficult for them to continue uh, in this great work. And so in uh, verses 7 and 9, we have the weapon of threats. And also uh, we have the, the weapon of fear that, that was being used against the people of God. Uh, those verse 10. The strength of the laborers is giving out, and there's so much rubble that we cannot rebuild the wall. And so our enemies said, before they know it or see us, we will be right there among them and we'll kill them and put an end to the work. And so in verse 12, we have, this, we have wherever you turn, they will attack us. And so the people of God had to learn something about the armor of God and what that really means. And note what was done in verse 13. Therefore, I stationed some of the people behind the lowest points of the wall at the exposed places, posting them by families with their swords, spears, and bows. So after I looked things over, I stood up and said to the nobles and officials and the rest of the people, don't be Afraid. How many times in the scripture do we read the word that God brings to his people? Fear not. Fear not. Beloved, if your heart is loaded down with fear, if you are haunted by fear, and you don't want to tell anyone what's going on in your heart, if your heart is hurting because of fear, you need to bring that to God. Don't let it become idolatrous. Don't let it become something that you worship. Don't let it be something that controls who you are. Because if you fear, you live in fear, you cannot do. If you live in fear, you cannot be the person that God wants you to be. Believe God. Believe his word. Believe what he says. Believe that God can take that fear and crush it beneath your feet. But you have to look unto God. The psalmist said, my eyes look unto the hills from which cometh my strength. My help cometh from God. God is greater than your fear. God is greater than your fear. If you have to say it out loud, affirm it. Say, God is greater than my fear, and then move out and do what God has called you to do. Your life will be, and your life will be filled with satisfaction. Shout it out. Speak it out loud. 
just say to yourself that God is greater than my fear of what they say or what they might do or what they might think of me. If I walk according to his word and if I do the will of God, minimize that stuff. Don't let it control you. Yes, read this chapter. The people of God were mocked. They were mocked for doing God's will and for concentrating on the word of God. They were mocked for their intentionality, for its intensity, its focus, because a great thing for God was going to be accomplished by them. And so, therefore, the enemy came in with with these individuals in order to distract. Don't let fear distract or be a distraction in your heart. Fear is a distraction. Don't let fear become an excuse. Fear can be an excuse. Don't let fear rule over you. Fear will rule over you if you allow fear to rule over you. Don't let fear hold you back from being the wonderful person that God has called you to be. Be filled with the Spirit of God. Get what the what the elders used to call holy boldness so that you can do and accomplish the will of God for your life. Now, listen, as we go on, let me say to you that if the enemy cannot fool you, he will try to frighten you. If the enemy cannot fool you, he will try to frighten you. Please read Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 18. Now, what do God's people do? They arm themselves. How do they arm themselves? They armed themselves with prayer, and they kept working. They did the will of God. They super overcame their fear with the power of the living God. Good morning. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.